How are we doing? And welcome to the dedicated Transform Your Body, Mind and Life podcast. Uh, we're on episode four now and we're going to be talking about dealing with rest and recovery phases and its importance. Uh, so before we get into it, big thanks again to everyone listening, um, all the coaches, PTs, just anyone looking for a few tips or just to see what we're getting up to um, you know, weekly. Uh, it's appreciated. So I am just over a week into recovery now, off the painkillers, still recovering obviously. Um, at this stage, no active recovery, no training, although I will be going into a loading phase soon. So just light movements, uh, just to stop me from stiffening up, uh, which is going to be starting soon, hopefully. That being said, even though I'm not sitting inside of a gym um, or done any active cardio whatsoever, my endurance is perfect. Um, so if you've not listened to the last podcast, go back and give it a listen. Um, but again, we talk about, you know, we're not talking about X amount of times in the gym per week and we're not talking about, you know, having to do this, this and this based on last week or the week before. We base it on the circumstances and the parameters of this given week and of this given day, day by day, week by week. Obviously, external circumstances change. So what we're able to do changes. So the target constantly changes. So within what's what's within my power has been perfectly compliant and that's that's all I can do. Can't do anything more than that. You know, years ago, um I know a lot of people, a lot of my followers will be will be in the same mindset as this as this, but years ago, if someone said to me, take some time off the gym or if I had to take some time off the gym, I'd be stressing, I'd be worrying about it, I'd be trying to catch up. Um, you know, and it's it's just it's stupid. Even even now um, I can give you an example myself. Uh, you know, sometimes clients bring it up as well in check-ins. Usually, I have a Friday and a Monday as a rest day, and that's always fixed every week. Um, and my procedure was on Saturday morning. Obviously, I wouldn't be able to train on Saturday. So technically, if if this was years ago, I would have moved Saturday session forwards to to Friday, giving up my rest day, and just caught up on that session. And I know I know some of my clients have that same mindset as well sometimes. And all that is is a bit of ego. Um, if it was in your power to do that effectively, y- you wouldn't have Friday as a rest day. It it would be a fixed. It would be a training day, and you know it's simple as that. You can't just magically say you're going to train that session just because it's convenient for your calendar. It may not be convenient for the stimulus that you're about to create or that you're trying to create. It won't be convenient for your goal. You know, it, it's it, overtraining is is not part of the plan. And if your programming is you know if it's completed correctly and everything is executed how it should be there should be no room to squeeze anything extra in you know sometimes people say oh my my, my, um you know sometimes i get with my own clients when they first start and i hear other people saying it about plans or other coaches have used in the past you know the training's the training's too easy or i'm not feeling it or it's not enough or just did a bit of you know a few extra squats or a few extra bicep kills and all this all the rest of it and before we start you know kicking off at the shitty coaches Sometimes you've got to ask, have you done what you're supposed to do? Have you done it with the right intensity? Have you ticked all the boxes? If that's the case, then fair enough. Yeah, someone's to blame somewhere. But sometimes it it can come down to the individual. It does come down to the client as well. Um, so, you know, you don't want to be overtraining just because you've got something planned or something booked in or you might not be able to train for a, a, you know, a few days or a few weeks, getting that one extra session in and squeezing it in, which is going to be a half-hour session, which is going to ruin recovery isn't going to make up for a couple of weeks off. Just take it as part of the rest period. You know, don't try and squeeze it in. Don't try and make up for it. 
Um, you know, I'm in this position now where I'm literally not breaking a sweat because I'm doing what I can do to the best of my sort of capabilities, if you like. And anyone going for a recovery period or recovery stage is in the same boat as well. Uh, you know, when we talk about clients, I've had clients with COVID. Um, luckily, you know, everyone's recovering now. Um, some injuries, we go through the same thing. Obviously, I have to put my foot down sometimes. I have to say it how it is, and that's the type of culture I am. I don't sugarcoat anything. You know, no one's paying me to be their friend. They pay me for you know what I know for the result I'll get them, and the accountability. So, as Jesus it sounds, what I say goes. A lot of people have that fear of rest days, that that fear of diet breaks or refeeds. Now, there's a reason. There's a reason for them. It's it's a short term worry. It's you know people don't really think of the long term goal, the longevity of it. And as a coach, and some experienced coaches will do this as well, we don't just look at it on the day or, you know, in in that week sometimes. We look at it from a long-term point of view, what's going to get us the most progression, what's going to get us the best result, what's going to be the best thing for us. You know, it's not the short-term sacrifice, or it's not the short-term excitement, it's the long-term, it's the long-term goal. And it's not as, you know, it's not as simple as getting X amount of sessions in a week or, you know, having to be on this amount of calories or having to burn this amount of, of, of calories. Every angle has to be taken into account. You know, <laughs> just squeezing an extra session in doesn't mean you're going to get more muscle tissue or more strength. Just like eating less food isn't gonna, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get abs. You know, training more doesn't give you better results. People forget about like stimulus um, and the receptors that pick up that stimulus. If you overwork the receptors, you can progress your numbers in the gym. You could do the same numbers, but your body will not pick up that same amount of stimulus because the receptors will not pick shit up or it won't pick up it won't pick up the stimulus efficiently anyway which means you just you're burning yourself out and not getting the result out of it so people need to change their mindset when it comes to these recovery periods and whether they're planned and you know I, I plan a lot of my recovery periods in with my clients or whether there's an external circumstance i.e post up you know quite a few clients have been post up and i'm post up myself now as well which means the external circumstances is there. We have to work around it. You know, the, these rest periods or rest days or whatever you want to call them, it, it doesn't mean you have to be lazy. That's that's the mistake a lot of people make. You know, it it doesn't mean you've got to... This is typically what happened during lockdown. Just because the gyms were shut, people thought, right, okay, I'm going to eat more, move less, and watch more Netflix. And same if you're injured. A lot of people throw their toys out the pram. They have a massive bitch for it they have a bit of a wobbler and then they go completely off the rails. Whereas if they just implemented a bit of damage control, they'd be fine. You know, rest days are what we class as active recovery. And you can do certain things without it being detrimental to recovery, but will still aid your progression or damage control your progression at the same pace. There is a threshold. You know, if you were to try and train too early or do something, you know, do some cardio too early when you're not right for it, when you're not ready for it, whether you're ill, whether you've got COVID, whether you're injured, you could, in the moment, that might feel good that you've done it, but you could be longing out your recovery process. And if you're longing out, longing out your recovery process, what you're doing there is just taking away from the progression that you would have got later on down the line. And that, that is genuinely detrimental. So again, each individual person doesn't really look at things like this. Um, obviously, my job as a coach and the way I work, I'm very intricate with my clients. Um, you know, I'll, I'll focus on every little thing. Again, that's why we get the results we get. But you know, each individual circumstance, each individual person, they will have a threshold where we can push at a certain pace whilst that rate of recovery is untouched. So we'll still be recovering and we're still able to progress. Even if it is at a lower capacity, we do not go over the threshold of 
it being detrimental to recovery and therefore the long-term goal. So people just need to, you know, nine times out of 10, this comes down to ego. And I say a lot, a lot of people need to disattach from what they think they know, um, you know, disattach from that ego. You know, don't think of the short term, think of the long term and, and what, you, what you're going to get and what you need to do for your goal. Don't forget to get to your goal is never a straight line. Like it's, it's literally never a straight line. There's so many ups and downs. And as long as the general path goes in that direction, that's fine. But if you look at it from a bigger picture, you will see the general path going in the right direction. If you look at it day by day or week by week, you're going to focus on the drops. You're going to focus on the, what seems like the downsides in that day or in that week. And you're going to make stupid ass decisions based on how you're feeling because of what you've just seen. That is why you need to be accountable to someone or give your head a bit of a wobble. You know, typically, like someone with more rest days or who's had more rest periods could progress better than someone who's not. You know, it's not just a case of more is better. A lot of people have the attitude that more is better. It's not the case. We've had plenty of clients who have been injured over the course of their coaching. Luckily, it's never been through training. You know, it's been gardening or getting into a car, going up and down the stairs, quite a few through football, which I can't stand. But it's never really training. And like what most people don't realize, they think the gyms are dangerous, but in the gym, we can control and brace. We're ready to move. We know what to expect. Uh, you know, day-to-day -day stuff, going down the stairs, getting into a car, gardening, whatever it's going to be. You don't expect these things to happen. I remember when I got my first ever tattoo years ago. I think it was 2011 now. First place I went, there was a guy working there. And at the time, he had a record for... I think it was a 350 kilo deadlift. He was a big guy. I remember he was, a, he was an absolute unit and he doesn't deadlift anymore. He's, he's fine. He's fairly recovered now. But when I asked him why, he said he's been deadlifting for years. His strength's been increasing. His physique's been increasing. But what threw his back out was whilst he was sitting down at his desk and he picked up a can of Pepsi and it literally threw his back out. Something as stupid and random as that. And I've had it with my clients before and ex-clients. Like, we can laugh about it now, but in the moment, it's, it's annoying. But, you know, it's hard to... You can't brace every step. You can't, you know, prepare yourself for every step going down the stairs or up the stairs or getting into the car or walking around a corner. You know, these things happen. Accidents happen. And it's not just, you know, physical damage, if you like, um, to your body. Stress can happen. Late nights can happen. The kid, kids can keep you up. Kids can be teething. You know, it could be a late night at work. You might have to work away. These are all external circumstances. And this is where damage control or these rest periods or these breaks where you cannot do what you think you should be doing come into play. And they're not that detrimental, but it, how you respond to them can be very detrimental. And again, I've said this before, this is this domino effect of people just piling shit habit onto shit habit onto shit habit just because they have no damage control or they're not willing to work on their damage control. Just to give you a bit of an idea, I'm in recovery for four weeks, well, two to four weeks. So, you know, we're just over a week now, uh, completely no gym, no active cardio. And then I'm going to use another two weeks to essentially load into movements. So this is basically like going in and doing a stretching, stretching session. Just want to make sure connected tissues are warm. Want to make sure I'm pumping a bit of blood to the muscle, very light, nothing to feel failure, reps in reserve. Um, and then what I will do, like we mentioned before, is I will just push that stimulus up bit by bit at the same rate as my recovery and not go over that threshold. If anything, I'll play it safe so that I do not do anything to long out my recovery rate. And therefore I'm still getting some form of a progression and I'm still getting some form of movement, some form of stimulus whilst I'm progressing at the same time. And again, like I said before, I'm not breaking a sweat because 
that is the plan, that is what I need to do, that is what I'm going to do, and I know it's what's needed to do to progress at the best possible rate, and that's from a long-term point of view as well. Um, you know, I'm not going to jump in and try and hit everything as I would three, four weeks ago because it's just stupid. You end up getting injured. You'll be out for longer than you know. You'll be out for longer than you, you would have been if you just let the recovery take its take its place. And I guarantee that's when the habits come into play. The late nights, you know, the snacking, the the lack of any form of movement, moving less, eating more. And before you know it, you're in a worse off position than when you actually started in the first place. And I see it happen so many times. Luckily, not to clients, but I see it happen so many times. So you've just got to, you know, open your eyes a little bit. Well, some people need to open their eyes a little bit on rest and recovery periods and the protocols that they need to put in place and and its importance. Just thought it'd be a good time to bring this up, just because I am literally going through it myself. You know, I'm not lying about it. You know, you guys have seen me in hospital. Um, I'm I'm going through this. You know, I'm not I'm not training on the slide without anyone knowing about it. This is literally what I'm having to do myself. And like I said, I had a list of topics ready planned for these podcasts. But as and when certain things come up in, in my life or the, the team's life, they don't mind me sharing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in society, I guess. We'll bring these up as and when. And this is a perfect time to talk about damage control, rest and recovery periods. Um, speaking of recovery, rest and recovery, um, dedicated sports therapy is still underway for those of you who have been following. Um, we have put an offering on a property and it will be like no other place in the area. I guarantee that the money that will go into this and the time that will go into this, nothing else will be anything like it. You know, you see the standard that we put into our coaching, into our clients, into our supplements, that same standard is going to apply to uh, dedicated sports therapy as well. And also getting a lot of messages about some of the teasers that we've been dropping about our dedicated retreats. These were planned before Corona even hit. Obviously, that through a span in the works, something we couldn't really work around. Um, so they are back in motion. They're coming soon. Uh, we've already started started the process. We're working closely with our advisor in the travel industry, and as well as that, we're working closely with our rep over in Cyprus, which is going to be our first location. And she's not just some nobody. She's someone I know personally, um, ex bikini comp, uh, and she's a fitness model over there as well. So we're gonna have some, uh, have some nice stuff, uh, some special things planned uh, over there for the first for the first retreat. Not thought of a, a name just yet, but um, I know a few of you have been sending messages in, um, throwing your ideas out there. So we'll definitely be uh, seeing what we can come up with based on some inspiration from what people have brought in as well. Uh, but hopefully this one's opened some people's eyes uh, in terms of you know rest recovery periods and you, sort of your mindset going into these things. You can't always control the external circumstances, and you don't want to try and control them as well. You know we just want to learn how to damage control, and I promise you it'll make so much difference. Like with your with your mood, with your mindset, with your attitude towards what you're trying to do, and therefore the end result. So as always, appreciate all the likes, all the shares. All the comments coming in, um, you know, get sharing, uh, comment below if you want anything that you want bringing up in the next one or in a future podcast, you know, feel free to DM me or drop it in the comments. The feedback's always appreciated. So until next time, I will catch you guys later.